Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. We're back for another week. Now at the top, I'm being forced to do some admin by the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. So everyone, rate and subscribe uh, to the podcast. Rate us five stars. Any comments you write when you rate us five stars, I will read on the podcast. Any wrestling opinions. Um, yeah, no, with no exception. Whatever you write, I'll, I'll read it. I mean, I guess there's got to be, I mean, maybe 9-11 conspiracies, stuff like this. You know, there's got to be things that I got to cap it somewhere. There are exceptions. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, I'm being told by the powers to be, Alexis, that uh, there are exceptions. But rate and subscribe to the podcast. And let's, come on, let me just get into wrestling. Can I just get into the wrestling stuff? Okay. Uh, I'm here every week on this podcast. I have a guest from the comedy world, and this week is no exception, Mr. Justin Donaldson. How are you? Oh, Dan, I'm great. How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm here. I think this is a pretty boring wrestling week, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, like a boring wrestling season if it wasn't for Ambrose winning the belt. Like, right. Outside of that, like well, if Roman hadn't gotten popped. Yeah. Man, it would be snooze town all month. Well, what do you think happened with Roman? Do you think it was juicing? I mean, they're just they're they're playing it vague with this wellness policy thing. Was it steroids? Was he smoking a little uh, pot? Did he go home and he was like, uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would probably to- say it was probably pot or painkillers. I don't see him as a juicing. Like, he's a big guy, but he's not like, you know. Yeah. I think he's juicing. You think he's juicing? Yeah, I think he's juicing. I think he knows he's got to take off that vest. This is actually the most likable thing he's ever done. (laughs) Is that he's like, I gotta, I gotta, I have to. If I want to be the face of this company that they want me to be, you have to show torso. That's what I think. That's not a bad theory. Yeah, not a bad theory. Unless you're an Ambrose or something, where you're like completely, you know, uh, a a fringe, a (laughs) self-described fringe character. I tell you, who needs to start juicing? Who? Big Cass. Big Cass. Ooh. Because he has a hell of a career ahead of him yeah. if he starts juicing. Wait, so we don't know each other well at all. Not at all. But you're coming out not at all. I met you outside of an NXT show once. Yes. <laughs> so that's, you know, I'm authentic, guys. I bring in people here just to show you that, I, that, I'm, not a, that I'm not a phony. <laughs> I went to an NXT show once. I wasn't kidding. I went. I was there. I sat there. I watched it. I took a piss during, a, I don't know, a Dana Brooke match or something, but whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. But, but. I really appreciate you saying guys need to juice. Oh, yeah. I think, I think there's, there's nothing slew. wrong with it. There's not, nothing. Only do, not only is there nothing wrong with it, yeah. I am very pro-juicing. <laughs> it's a fake sport. Yes. There is no competition uh, involved. Justin, there should be no reason you. why all these guys aren't on the juice. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, of course. What do you, when they, they institute this wellness policy, I was like, this better be kayfabe. This right? better not yeah. be real. I've thought about juicing. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. Why not? I thought about it. I, I thought I thought about juicing for my wedding. My wedding was two <laughs> weeks months ago. I was like, ah man. I was in the t- I was in in the in my tuxedo. I was like, my, my shoulders could be wider. <laughs> I'm a 40 regular right now. If I was up at a 42, I think I would look pretty bunny. Why not? I mean, it's an important picture. The only picture that matters your entire life is your wedding picture. Yep. Unless you get married twice and then they start getting diluted, but they're still important. And you never look great that week because it's just chaos. No, no, no. I was I was oh, man leading up to my wedding. I was in such diesel shape, and then the couple weeks before it, I was just like. Felt like a wrestler on the road. I was like, oh, I can't get to the gym because I got to go taste flowers, whatever I got to do. <laughs> I, dude, the, you did a flower. You're, you, just, you got married like in the past two years or something, yeah, right? Yeah, about a year and a half ago. Right. Um, 
And uh, uh, did you taste the flowers? <laughs> or was that just me? No. We had a very, very outside-the-box wedding. We got uh, married in an uh, airplane hangar that was converted into a factory that makes furniture out of airplane parts. That is so specific. We had a lot of uh, bits. We had a lot of comedy bits. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting, it was great. And most I, importantly, I you did have a pro wrestler at your wedding. Yeah, uh, I, I Similar did. Similar to me. Yes, I am uh, very close friends with uh, Johnny Mundo yeah. from Lucha Underground. He's great. I just was at Lucha Underground show. He was, oh, nice. He was awesome. He looks better than ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a physique. Yeah. It's, <laughs> what uh, a physique. The man uh, is addicted to working out. Is he is he juicing? Well, look, he's a fr- it seems to be a friend of he, the friend of the guest. I'm not going to get into it. I but can because- honestly say he works out a good three to four hours a day. Yeah. Um, uh, so the answer is yes. But so let's uh, so let's get it. So let's get it. So Roman Reigns, I think he's juicing because I think I do think he is like self conscious about the doughiness under the vest. Gotcha. I, I I'm starting to think that that's what it is, but. It is weird that they've kept the vest on him. Yeah, and also, look, who's probably in his ear? The Rock, right? That's his family. And The Rock was like, you know, The Rock got the, he got fat sucked out. He got lipo on his pecs. Oh, yeah. Right? Remember when he was wearing the tracksuit? Yep. He was wrestling, and then he came out at Mania, like a stallion in in his undies. And he was like, because this is how you show up to Mania. So there's no way that The Rock isn't saying to him, like, look, He's the, he, there's no way The Rock is pro that vest. The Rock's 45 years old yeah, and no he's way. wearing undies to Mania still. Yeah. And, right? and the Fast and Furious movies aren't testing him. Right, right, right. He can yeah, do whatever no, he wants because no. it's entertainment. Exactly. So that's why I think it was that's why I think it was steroids. Um but so that kind of made me to me that made him likable. So whatever, we'll see. He's come back. Seems like he's still in the main event at Battleground. That's yeah, it seems, seems that be. way. How do you feel about that? Well, for one, I think it's weird that they're doing the Shield three-way at Battleground. Yeah, uh, it, it seems is weird. like a WrestleMania match or a SummerSlam match at least. I don't know if Vince really knows what he has with that. Uh, yeah, how much the fans like want to see that match, even though, I mean, let's be realistic, it's not going to be great. Oh, uh, so you don't think that would be a good match? I mean, I think it's going to be good, but I don't think it's going to be a classic. Like you know, a three-way is a hard match to do. In the first place, yeah, uh, but, they, I mean, but lately they've had a lot of success with with the three ways. They have. I was not pro them, and then that was that Rumble match that was Cena Rollins uh, Lesnar, which was maybe one of the best matches I can remember in recent history. That is very very true. And then there was another one that was awesome, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, there was one recently, yeah, 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 yeah semi recently yeah. that it? was very good. Well, I'm not going to remember it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm saying there's something they figured out that format a little more, and I think it's about I think it's timing. You remember that Lesnar match where he was on on the uh, Rollins elbowed him from the top rope onto the announce table. Oh yeah, it was great. And then Lesnar was out of the match for like 20 minutes to the point where you did forget about him. And I think that's what they'll do with this match too. Yeah. I think they'll take out Roman Reigns and it'll yeah. primarily be an Ambrose Rollins match, and then Reigns will just come. Right back, yeah. So, you know, uh, it, it rains. I guess he's he's done with his suspension. I think two days before, yeah, right. Battleground. So yeah, I think oh, that worked <laughs> out. The irony that that worked out so well. Yeah, well, incredible. Well, we talked about it last week. How much of it do you think is work? I did read online, but you know, who knows? The sheets—they don't know what they're talking about always. But 
that people think they knew on on Raw, and they still were like, we're going to set up the match, and then we'll suspend them. Well, something really interesting happened. Uh, if you... The the secret the best way to find out if you want to know spoilers of what's going to happen yeah. in a pay per view and personally I don't I like to go in fresh but the, and you were at Money in the Bank I correct? was at Money in the Bank okay yeah. so this guy's the real deal everyone the uh, the best way to go in uh, to get spoilers is going to the Vegas odds because you can actually place bets. I know. That's on, crazy. I've not really looked into that. Yeah. You go to like a book in, in Vegas. You yeah, can actually exactly. Bet. And the book is almost always 100% correct. Wow. Like it, I looked at, I, man, I messed up, ruined Mania for me. It's not a, it, as if Mania wasn't, you know, going to be what it was anyway. But yeah. I looked I at the Triple betting I thought was going to clean win. I don't, no. <laughs> uh, the odds in Vegas for Mania, straight up the board. Everything they predicted, everything 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. Wait, so how does it work? Well, I'm not big into the. Well, I do. I was in Vegas this weekend actually, uh, and I, I, I play blackjack and stuff. So I, you know, I gamble a little bit, but I, I don't really sports bet. I did a little bit of UFC betting back in the day, and I lost all that money. But anyway, point is. How does it, are the odds, where do they come from? Like if I go to the sports book in the Venetian or if I go to the book in uh, Bellagio, will the odds be the same? You, it, it's, none of the major hotels do it because it's so rigged. You have <laughs> yeah. to do one of those weird, like out of the country, like betting websites and they still say the odds in Vegas because right. that's like the term. Yeah. But like, there's no, like you can't go to legitimate venue to, to bet on it. But still, they must yeah. know the results 100% because they're almost always right. Because they're not going to let you place a bet right. if it's really like a random— But then at the same time, wouldn't you just bet with what the—if it's always right, you wouldn't you bet— But then you win, don't win anything. You don't win that much, but yeah. if you put a lot of money down, you win, right? You know, I don't know how that works. Right. So if you bet on something where the odds are really small, if you choose—if you choose, um, let's say Brock Lesnar had a— had a UFC fight against CM Punk, right? You know Brock Lesnar is going to win. The odds are going to be terrible to choose Lesnar. But if you put a million, you win a little bit, right? See, you win like 10 grand. I don't think that's how that works. I'm, no? not, sure. I'm not a betting expert. I'm a wrestling expert, not yeah, you a know betting what? We're expert. We're veering out of our comfort zone and anyway, everyone's getting uncomfortable. Yeah. So uh, the odds in Vegas for Money in the Bank had Kevin Owens winning. Up Money until, in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Up until Thursday. And then the Thursday before Money in the Bank, it out of the blue switched to Ambrose. Wow. So my theory, my conspiracy theory, I yeah. don't know for sure, but my theory is that it must have been somewhere around Tuesday or Wednesday that they found out prior to Money in the Bank, switched it to Ambrose winning, and they went about the way that it went about. Wow. So you think they tap into the writers? I think so. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it, it is. It's written. It's scripted. The fact that you can bet on something that's scripted is uh, is it exactly the problem with boxing, right? It's right. Like, it's like, like oh, being it's able to bet on like the aliens winning yeah, in like, the new Independence Day movie. Because, yeah, right. It's like the that is so ridiculous that it's like. You could, uh, man. But like, yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you gamble on anything that's actually scripted? This is going to show just how far down the wrestling rabbit hole I am. Yeah. Uh, I believe that all sports are fixed. Wow. So you think the LeBron, the the NBA was fixed? Yeah. I put a tweet out that I actually deleted because I don't know why. Sometimes I'll be like, I don't, I don't want to say that. 
Uh, but this wasn't that far. That was just like, I think if if you think the NBA finals are fixed, you're dumb. But if you're a hundred percent positive it's not fixed, then you're. <laughs> and then I used the R word, and I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I think that to think to think that any like when people talk about the moon landing and they're like, I'm like, look, there's a chance it's fake. I don't think it is. Gun to the head, I'm not. I'm not saying that it is. But look. We don't know anything. Right. You know what I mean? We have no information. Right. So what, you know, we, so to say that the NBA is not fixed 100% and that you're dumb if you think that, I think you're dumb for saying that. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm with you. When I was a I little kid. I don't think kid, it is, but yeah. My grandmother was from Sicily yeah. and uh, came from a mafia background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I was a little kid, uh... I was being made fun of for liking wrestling because it was fake. And she said, don't worry, all of the sports are fixed. <laughs> really? And I believed her, uh, knowing her connections. Because they're shady. <laughs> yeah. So when shady people <laughs> tell you shady things, you know they're coming from the shade. They exactly. live in the shade. <laughs> right. Where the information grows. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, wow, the underground of the country. So wait, hold on. Let's get into this for a second. Because actually, wrestling this week was, it's pretty predictable. Oh. I mean, well, you know. Until the draft, it's just going to be phoning it in. Yeah. I mean, Stephanie came out, set up these stipulations that were just so below our intelligence. And wrestling's already below our intelligence, so it's important to not go too far below and Look, you, you we'll can tell pretty deep but we don't want to go where like the monsters are right. and that's where we were where it's like oh aj and 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 senior are going to join the main event at battleground you're like that's not no, happening yeah, that's it's clearly not, not going to happen and you can tell they're having matches just for the sake of the fact that these people aren't going to be on the same brand you're right like i guarantee you the wyatts and new day are going on separate brands right. they're like well let's throw them together for now and get this over with yeah 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 but so what makes so now we'll get into brand split we'll get into all this stuff i just want to hear about you thinking uh real sports are fixed do you have any proof of it I don't have proof. Right. Just people I've talked to right, outside right, of my right. family. I've talked to some people who seem to feel the same way. I had a couple of friends that uh, worked at ESPN who thought not all sports, but right. a fair amount. Yeah. Now, basketball, do you think it's fixed where it's like, we here, everyone, get in the room. LeBron, you got uh, Draymond Green. Everyone's in here, and we're like, all right, here's how it's going to go down. I this, think or you think it's it fixed like with that, refereeing? I think it's fixed with refereeing. That because I don't think you could get all those people together and it not get out. Because none of those calls make sense. Right. Fouls in basketball are, I mean, when people watch basketball, I'm like, oh, man, what a great sport. And then the fouls start happening, and I go, ooh, what a bad sport. What a, like, <laughs> <laughs> this might as well be wrestling with these, with these referees. Like, that was right. a blocking foul? Why? Because he's stronger? What are you and talking I would go, about? I would go as far as to say maybe it's not up until the playoffs. Right. Or maybe on the way there. Yeah, I just think there's been there's been plenty of years when the ratings are down, and all of a sudden there's a game seven. Yeah, right? Is that what happened? I didn't know about the ratings. I don't know about this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's interesting. There's look, it's valid, it's valid, and that's why we watch wrestling. Right. Because we know it's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the charms of it is that. And think about we, all the years people didn't know it was fixed, or like had some sort of idea, like even in the eighties, like. There were like exposés on like Geraldo about how wrestling is fake, like and and boxing's been proven to be to be fixed. Like in big matches, have been fixed. Yeah, tennis has been proven to be fixed. Any one on one sport has been proven 
to be fixed at some point where people didn't believe it to be fixed. Right. So why, my point is, why are people not watching only professional wrestling? Hey, beats me, man. See, I think... Alexis, non-wrestling fan? Yeah, my, my main issue with wrestling is yeah. that it is fixed, and therefore I think it should be better. Like, I think that they're... Ooh. Yeah, I think it's not good enough because we all know it's fixed. It should be like a staged combat action sequence from a movie, whereas it's like, so like, you can see them stop and hesitate and wait for things, and I want it to be better. Okay, Alexis, I'm giving you a homework assignment right now. Go on at Cal Podcast. That's our Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Um, I posted a match on there, which is Ricochet versus Osprey. You seen that match? Oh yeah. You want to see? You want to see what you? I think. I think there's a wrestling for you, and it's happening in Japan, and it's starting to bleed into WWE. Yeah. Because of the that cruiserweight championship, which I didn't read any spoilers on, but I know they recorded part of it already. Yeah. Um, they're starting to do the stuff where it's like, okay, we're full on acknowledging we are Cirque du Soleil with a pin. Good. And I think that's, that's the good. future of professional wrestling. It is. It has it definitely, to be. I think that's the way it's You've going. You've been to PWG. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm going uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, th- the future of wrestling is very bright, and it's in it's in spots. Yep, it's in everything being a spot fest. Like it's in that's where that's where professional wrestling is going to get the ratings back is in the acrobatics, uh, because they're starting to blend it now with the acrobatics and the fighting are starting to look to the point where it's not just like Cirque du Soleil. It feels like fighting. They're getting so gifted. That guy, what's his name? William Ospreay? Is that mm-hmm. he say his name? That guy looks like he's floating. Oh, like, yeah. He looks like he can stop time. He can do what Neo does in the Matrix. He goes for a move and then somehow hangs in air with however he does it, however he can move his body, where he goes for a cutter, holds the cutter, feels like he's frozen, and then goes back into real time instantly. And I don't care how unrealistic the moves are. Me either. As long as it looks like the two guys are trying to win. And physique matters to me. All that matters. Oh, I don't care about any of that. (laughs) I need a nice round pectoral. (laughs) I'm looking for an 8-pack. I mean, 12-pack. I'm probably a fan already. Uh, I mean, I'm impressed by that stuff, but I'll take the freaks any day as well. Yeah, well, I'll take freaks also. Give me a Calhoun or a... Did Giant you, Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, well, there's always there's always room for that. There's always room for things on either side of that. But I don't want I don't want wrestling to lose the fact that like these guys are macho men. Oh, that's I the groundwork that was laid by the macho man. Yes, may you rest in peace. Yeah, that's right. I want these guys having heart attacks while they're driving on the highway. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is what I'm looking for. They, look, there's a price you pay for the glory you you know you get. Yeah, you gotta go out with a bang. There's a reason these guys get they go out there at WrestleMania. You have your WrestleMania moment. The world is done with you, but you've lived. Yeah, right. And then that lives on, and you don't have to. Yeah. Did Did Heath Ledger need to see another year of life after you play had that Joker performance? No. Nope. Do you need it? You've done it. He just would have been in a shitty Batman movie after That's that. That's right. You, you look. We talk about unfinished business. Even in our lore, ghosts stay around longer to finish their business. These guys have finished their business. Wrestlers finish their business when they have their mania moment. That's why they don't live that long after, right. and I'm fine with it. Look at Benoit. He had his mania moment, and then <laughs> oh, all right. checked out. Well, that might be too far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're going to add Benoit. Alexis, don't Google Chris Benoit. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> I, I googled wrestlers are ghosts. Oh yeah, and what'd you find? Nothing. Anyway, all right. So let's you know what let's let's get into the brand split. Yeah, I think that that's interesting because I was reading um, 
on the sheets, baby. That uh, I think Jerry Lawler before he beat up his girlfriend, um, right? Didn't he do? Didn't oh she? no way! No, no. Oh, that's the classic case of yeah. a man in his yeah his sixties. His wife is like twenty nine, twenty seven. Yeah, like I mean, come on, yeah. she has to be out of her mind. I'm sure that this is just another regular case of an old man with a right. crazy 20-something. Yeah. She's stuck in this relationship. She doesn't want to marry him. It's, you know, she he has right. millions of dollars. It sounded appealing at the time. Right. But now she wants out. Right. She has to cause some sort of scene to get out. Yeah. I'm just saying I think Jerry's innocent. Yeah. Even no, well, though even though he has I mean, he's the king. Even though I'm he not has go been like accused of statutory rape yeah. and stuff like that in the past. Accused of and has like done it, I think, in storyline before yes. and uh has said like things that are like wildly inappropriate during the entire attitude era. Yeah. He called breast puppies. Um you know, uh I, I don't know. I don't even want to get into that. I I, I don't know what to say about that. You know, he drives around Memphis in a replica of the 66 Batmobile. Is that what he does? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The Adam West Batmobile? Yeah. He's crazy, She's probably and upset because there's it. no cup holder. <laughs> right. She's got, like, a latte, and she has nowhere to put it. Because there's that, you know, that Batmobile, because I know all the Batmobiles. It has no middle. The middle there is, like, full of whatever, you know, <laughs> dolphin repellent spray and all the garbage that Batman had. Yeah, she's then. dealing with a 70-year-old child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway. Uh uh, I'm just not going to go against the king. Yeah, I've watched enough Game of Thrones to know that you don't go against the king. Anyway, so so it's he said that he was at something called the Superman celebration in Minneapolis. I don't know what that of is. Of course he was. Yeah, the <laughs> Superman. Wait, oh, do you think that's a celebration of Superman and the character? Yes. <laughs> oh man, so, oh, this guy lives in the. In the in a real world weird zone. <laughs> All right, so he said that there's going to be two monthly pay per view events uh, a month, so it'll be like it'll be a two one per um, one for SmackDown, one for Raw. Yeah. Except for then the Big Four when it's like SummerSlam month, then there's just one pay per view and they combine. Yeah. It sounds like too many pay per views. How do you feel about that? I'm completely fine with it. Yeah. Because I'm paying nine ninety nine for the network. True. So yeah. Throw in another pay per view. It's a great like, point. I've been enjoying it whenever they do one of those like network specials. Usually get a couple of matches that you usually wouldn't see on a pay per view. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? I mean, I, I think that what I would do personally is I would dial back on the like big superstar versus superstar matches on Raw and SmackDown and start saving those for the pay per view. I one hundred percent agree. I would bring. I was back like, why am I seeing talent. Cena versus Rollins on Raw right now? Like right. this is a big money match, and they did like a two segment. Did like a big, they did like a pay per view match. It was like that yeah. level. I don't know. How they would do it. Maybe Rollins would just add the flip move to it. The miss right. flip. The <laughs> yeah. flip he's never landed. Maybe a table spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I say you do three like medium sized matches every Raw. You do one at the top of every or the bottom of every hour. Sure. And then the rest of your Raw is enhancement talent. It'll help get the guys over. Because like I want to see the full range of what the new people can do. Like, yeah. you know, I, I've seen Apollo Crews at PWG, and he has this crazy moveset yeah. that he can do, but you're never going to see it against Sheamus. No. You, know, you bring out someone for him to squash, you get to know these guys a little bit. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were playing the squash thing with Apollo Crews for a little bit, but let's get into the pay-per-view. So, so that's an, I see that point, because I feel that way about, like, I've been making a similar point about Star Wars, where... For a long time, we made this point that was like, oh, well, you know, those prequels ruined it. Like, oh, it's like sacred. And I was like, 
you realize we're going to die, right? <laughs> like, I want to see a Star Wars movie every single year until I'm dead. Yeah, why not? Because nothing comes with me, and <laughs> right. I'm not attached to the legacy of Star Wars. That's George Lucas. What do I care? Just make a bunch of... Rogue One, I'll take it. I'll take Rogue Two. I'll take Rogue fucking 45. I'll take Boba Fett's, like, porn movie. I don't care. Whatever. And you don't I, have to watch it. Yeah. You don't have to watch. You right. know, I mean, then there were plenty of people back in the day, back when there were a bunch of companies that would watch a WWF, a WCW, yeah. and an ECW pay-per-view in a yeah. month. Sure. So there's nothing really as long as they really make the brands different, and I have a hard time believing they will, but well, uh, if they do, then I'm all for it. Okay, that's where I agree. It is key to make Raw and SmackDown look and feel Different, and that's the way I'm pitching. They do it in the way that it's not even that original of a point, apparently, because other people have it. It's like I'm saying, make SmackDown NXT, just make just basically just do that, make it more of the indie show, make it more of like people who are like actually like wrestling and want to see guys like Osprey. And uh, I'm definitely butchering his name, but um, and let's see that now. Here's my beef with the amount of pay per views why I think it's too many, okay. Is like there's my Star Wars theory, but then there's my UFC theory, and I was a big UFC fan. I got into it when Lesnar switched over because wrestling is king, and uh, so I was like, all right, I'll wa- I watch Frank Mir, Lesnar one, and then I was like, ooh, I'm into this, and then I kept, I stayed. Um, I even was more into it than wrestling for a little bit, mm-hmm. for a little time there. It was very brief, but then UFC and MMA grew too fast. Yeah. To the point where there's so many fight nights, pay-per-views, there's so many UFCs where I watch sporadically now, where they used to have me in the zone where I was like, I got to watch every single pay-per-view. And that's where I'm still at, still at with wrestling. I don't miss pay-per-views of wrestling. Yeah. I watch them. They all feel important enough for me to watch. With two, it's going to be difficult. That's a lot. Two a month, is it's too much. Now, it's pull-offable. I agree. The way you're saying is that it's pull-offable if they're very different, and I get hooked into them like two different actual brands. Right. If it becomes a legitimate brand split where it's like, this is WWE, this is WCW, but it's called SmackDown or whatever they're going to do it, and I'm like, ooh, I got to see what's going on over there, with the benefit that they're actually the same company where we could see crossover. Right. We can see, like, AJ Styles is on Raw, but then just decides to show up to the SmackDown pay-per-view and be yeah. like, I'm going to come here now. You know? That's cool. And then if you also have GMs that are competing with each other and trying to get talent, you have something really interesting where the pay-per-views matter a lot. But it's all in the booking and it's all in the writing, which is somehow the weakness of WWE. Oh, yeah. They're, they're Where they're right now, they're, they're crown switches of like where they're killing it. It's very rare that they're killing it in every area. And right now where they're killing it is talent. Oh, yeah. The talent in WWE is like, I don't care how you write it. I'm not going to not watch Sami Zayn. Yep. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna not watch Kevin Owens. I'm not going to miss a Seth Rollins pay-per-view match. Like, these guys are so... Even I'm loving Cena in this they're role ki- with these guys. All those guys are killing it. They're killing it. Yeah. And they're taking, especially like on SmackDown, they're taking these horrible storylines, not even bad storylines, just... Uninventive, boring, repetitive storylines, and these guys are doing the best they can with them. Yeah, these horrible scripted like interviews. Ah, oh, they're it's all so bad. But yeah. These guys are still 
killing it. Yeah, and you think Owen, about Zane, Rollins, leading all up these to guys. Money in the Bank. It was like, oh, let's just have these guys wrestle like a million times on Raw, which is your point. Yep. It's like these marquee matches. We shouldn't just see them on Raw randomly. Like we should, like Kevin Owens versus Cesaro is pay per view match. Yep. You know, uh, and so that that's a benefit that we could see a match like that where these guys are going to go all out. Yeah, and uh, we would be able to see that with the brand split. I mean. I mean, I'm crazy. I watch so much <laughs> wrestling that it's been a detriment to my career and my yeah. personal life. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. another three hours a month isn't going to matter to me. How does your wife feel? Well, it's it's nice to hear that. I think that anyone who's watching wrestling has a little bit of that. You know, when you're watching wrestling, you're a little bit like, I don't, this is definitely not the best thing I can do with my time, but it is 100% what I'm going to do with my time. I'm not, I'm not missing this. I'm not, you know what I mean? And the now, network has ruined me. Oh, the network. Like having oh my everything God. right there at any, well, not everything, but having a lot of it right there. Yeah. Cause like I, man, I'm so nuts that before the network, I went out and bought a multi region DVD player. So I could wow. buy the WWF pay-per-views from Amazon UK because in the UK they had every pay-per-view available on DVD and uncut, unlike in the US. Wow. So I spent thousands of dollars to have all of these <laughs> pay-per-views on DVD, and now they're just right there on the network. Justin, that's fucking hardcore. <laughs> I'm fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. It is a problem. Uh, yeah, that's great. I wow. And then you think all sports are fixed. I love it. Did we land on the moon? Yeah. We we did? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. How how many shooters of JFK? One. Just one shooter? All right, you're not that nuts. Uh, <laughs> but JFK would definitely be alive today if he had had a gun. <laughs> that's it. if he could defend himself. Yeah, if he could have defended himself. <laughs> If Jackie O had the right to carry, right. then she would have <laughs> she would have defended those shots that they yeah, had no idea would have been what fine. were coming. And the Secret Service all around him all had guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with the my with big the brand fear, split. My big fear of the brand split is yeah. that finally, after all these years, we have a good women's division and a good tag team division, and I am terrified that they're going to split them in two, and we'll be back to just... I mean, there's a really good chance that it could just be like Becky Lynch and Natalia on one brand wrestling each other on every show for months and months and months. Well, yeah, they can't split the women division up. And I said it last week that Charlotte put out a tweet that was like, see where I go. But that might be just plugging the brand split, because it seems like they're hoping to get big ratings on that SmackDown. Yeah. It's, the first SmackDown is when they're doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Live. Um. So, yeah, but I hope that, I mean, I don't think the women division is not deep enough to split up. No. You know, so it's either women, and they need to stay on Raw to keep the revolution going. If you put women on SmackDown, it'll immediately uh, saturate the brand, the women's brand. Yeah, I so, would put all the women on Raw yeah. and all the tag teams on SmackDown. Yeah. Or so, I would go trios on one brand and regular two-man tag teams on the other. Wow. Like a, you have a full Freebird division? Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah that you is put a great. The Club, The Wyatts, New Day, yeah. uh, Social Outcasts, all of those three man teams on one brand, have a trio's belt, 
and then put your regular two man teams on the other brand. Except that what happened set. to the idea of like why is it why is the New Day a trio? Why are they like oh we're a tag team when you have a guy as big as Big E, who like what happened to like once they're three then they're stable like DX and they're all trying to get every belt because WWE has been obsessed for years now with the champs losing non-title matchups. Right. So you have to put Xavier in there to right. lose those non-title matchups. Right. It's horrible. Yeah, no, I know. It's like why not like have have uh, Kofi and 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 uh and uh <laughs> Xavier. Why not have those guys lose uh, uh, be the tag champs and have Big E going for the IC belt. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Or you could even have Xavier going for, like, the U.S. He had a great match a couple of weeks ago yeah. with AJ on SmackDown. Like, oh, yeah, there's there's so many ways you could go with that. They're becoming, like, clowns. Yeah. I, I mean, they are clowns already. They're merch clowns. Yeah. And it's like, well, <laughs> and that sucks because they're more talented than that. Like, just because they were funny doesn't mean that you put them in the box. It's like having Rollins, like, just because he's a great heel doesn't mean he should always lose uh, and weasel his way to win, right? Like, that's oh, too yeah. one-dimensional. And they used to be able to take wacky characters and expand upon them and turn them into more legitimate, like, badasses. Right. And that just doesn't seem to happen anymore. Once yeah. you're, like, a wacky character, you're a wacky character, and that's that. Yeah, so it's like they can still be funny. Like, John Cena started out more of a parody he was more like, oh, I'm a rapper. I'm like a white ghetto yeah. rapper, right? Uh, he's like Eminem kind of, right? Yeah, he exactly. Did, exactly. He did that, and then he morphed into, oh, now we know that part of him, but he's more of a three dimensional guy than right. that. And that's what and when someone's able to do that, you should you should see how they can transcend because it doesn't work. Like the new day's gonna run out of steam, and they're doing maybe the best job ever. Yep. Of not running out of steam yeah. for an act that's like a true run out of steam fad of an act. Yeah. And that's if there's anyone on the roster that I want to see more three-dimensionalized, it's Ambrose. Now, that's great. I was just going to be like, let's shift to Ambrose. And, uh, yeah, that was my whole point last week. My whole point about Dean Ambrose is that he, right now that it's too vague. It's like he's crazy. That's it. He's weird. And we don't like him. That's how you describe it. It's not specific enough. Even when Stephanie was upset with him, I was like, why? Yeah. Why? Why, no is, why is Stephanie not happy he's the champion? He won. He won the money in the bank, and then he had perfect timing. They were happy when Sheamus did it. Why? Because then at least be specific about it. At least be like, because you don't. Because you wear a wife beater. Because you wear jeans. Right. Like, but they don't say anything. They just don't like him because he's like a little funny. Right. It's so weird. It is so bad it's terrible writing did you happen to see the episode of the network show table for three with ambrose i did not is that the one with renee like no it's it's ambrose and you're going deep into the network yeah yeah it's it, they have this show you're where hitting three, the original section yeah, hard yep, exactly <laughs> they have this show where three wrestlers sit down and have dinner with each other and just like shoot the shit. Yeah, I I saw I saw a match. I saw a something where Rollins and Renee were eating dinner together right. one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's one with Ambrose, and he's totally himself the entire time, and he is so much more entertaining and engaging and personable as himself. He was better in the Shield. Yes, you remember in the Shield he was better. He just was the guy who cut promos and he cut. Like, he cut pretty good promos, and then he became this lunatic fringe. He's crazy, 
they're, they're like, oh, imagine this guy in the Tonight Show. Oh, he's like terrible for business. It's almost like insulting to a guy who's worked this hard. Right. I almost started being like, well, stop saying that about him. Like he's, if he's the champ, get behind him. Yeah. Don't, don't dip your toes like a little bit in. That's what didn't work in the past. They did that to CM Punk the first time they gave him the belt, and then they were like, kind of like being like, oh, let's. You felt like they weren't. They didn't fully get behind that decision and fueled him to be amazing. So it was a good thing ultimately. I was really hoping when Ambrose got the belt and like, look, there's still time. This still could happen, but that he would go more serious. They would get more serious with the character. And it seemed a little bit like that. And then on SmackDown, there he is with the Ambrose Asylum again. Yeah. And just being Mr. Wacky. And there's no need for that now. No, it's not. First off, it's not funny. No one's laughing. So, like, you know, uh, look, I know. Oh, I tell you one person I think is laughing. Who? Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he loves it. He thinks he's going to hit him with a potted plant. <laughs> oh. He's got a friend who's a plant. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> You're like, I mean, the f- I mean, they drive everything into the ground, which is very tough for jokes. Yeah. You know, uh, as a comedian, I, uh, you know. When you're repeating this joke for the same crowd over and over and over, over and over, imagine that that's not uh, really how comedy works. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they don't know that. No. So, I mean, this is the thing is like Dean Ambrose, it's, uh, I hope they see the opportunity to let him, he feels good as champion. Yeah. You know, you got to give him the belt. I'm not the biggest Dean Ambrose fan at all. I, I've been very vocal about how much I don't like Dean Ambrose. I mean, look, he's but been working iteration. like a champ since the Rumble. Yeah. Since the Rumble, he's been main eventing cards. Right. He's the, like, he has basically. If he's up there, sell me that he's up there. Yeah. I've said it, I said it last week. The belt goes a long way. Yeah. You put the belt on somebody. When Ambrose was holding the belt, going around New Orleans, remember when he, like, fake won the belt? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. When he has the belt, he works way more. But not if it's like, oh, I'm just weird. He's also doing a thing where it's like, it's almost like he's not acknowledging what people are saying to him. He's just playing crazy. <laughs> right. Which I keep bringing up, which is like a little niche, is like talking about doing improv. But when you're doing improv and you just act crazy, it's hard to build on that. Yep. And that's what he's doing. He's doing bad improv. Yep. And so, uh, you know, and uh, look, I have some serious improv credits, okay? It was in the UCB touring company. I know what I'm doing. All right, people out there listening. Alexis? Tell them about my improv credits. Uh, he's got them. Okay, good. See, she's a big fan. So what I'm saying is that, like, if he, if if Stephanie McMahon says I don't like you, right, and you just go like, I think she likes me, you're not listening, <laughs> right? Like you can't build on that, right? That's because I think that, okay, then you've ended the conversation with a button with a joke. And it's not a good way to build a character. The yeah, Rock no, didn't no do moving that. Forward, right? The Rock would listen to you and respond to you. He had one joke where he didn't listen to you, which was being, uh, which was saying, "What's your name?" It doesn't matter what your name is, and even that was based in right. a response. Yeah, it was based in response. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So if I go like, so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's frustrating for him that he doesn't know that. Basically, what I'm saying is that Dean Ambrose. Listen, I talked to Matt Besser. I talked to the UCB before. I talked to Andy Poehler. I got you a free scholarship to a UCB one-on-one class, an improv level one-on-one. See, I think Ambrose doesn't need it. I think he knows <laughs> what he's doing. It's the horrible script. We're really getting to this. is a deep controversy. Because if you Does go, Dean Ambrose need improv class? <laughs> if you go back and watch his unscripted promos when he first came to NXT, when he was John Moxley, yeah, the beginning of Dean Ambrose. I watched some Moxley in great. the undies. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. 
Like he he doesn't need the improv. He has it. He has the chops. No, he has the chops. They but just I'm need saying to is that drop the script. I agree. And let him go. Justin, I totally agree. But I don't think he realizes the corner that he's dug himself into. I don't think he realizes that he's hit a dead end of like I'm gonna play crazy. I think that he thinks it's working in a way, and he has to figure out how to make it work. I think he knows that it doesn't work, but he's doing it anyway yeah. because he has just said yes, 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 and he has ended up with that belt around him because he's done everything that Vince wanted him to do. He didn't sure. say yes and. Oh Correct. yes, that's then that's the main rule of improvisation. Now look, we're gonna lose some listeners talking about improv, <laughs> okay? But I'll say that I did say. I'm good, but I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into it because he's the champion, so he deserves our attention. Okay, not just for the jeggings, also for his legitimate title reign. And I will say this: I also accuse him of ironic detachment. Okay, I uh, yeah, yes, I, I accuse I him agree. when he was up on those ladders, and everyone was like, "I'm gonna beat you," and they're like, "Look, it's a stupid bit that they're all on the top of ladders," but selling it out and letting the crowd know that I think this is dumb. Didn't make him look good. But again, I think that's the script. I don't yeah. think that's Ambrose. Right. I think that's him just showing up to work and doing his job. He's de- ironically detached from the situation. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Anyway, whatever. This is the thing about Ambrose has so much potential. Now, one t- potential he needs is he could use to stick a, a, a needle in his ass. The guy need- could use the juice. Because <laughs> I don't think he's in the middle there where it's like he's in good shape, but he's not big enough. I'm saying, like, look, Ambrose, come train with me. We'll stick each other. You know what I'm saying? He has improved greatly in the last couple of months. He's getting some definition. The physique? Yeah. Whenever that shirt comes off, you can see that like it's night and day from he a couple bad of years at mania. ago. Yeah, he did look bad at mania. He looked bad at mania. <laughs> you know? But I would argue he still looked better than he has in the past. No, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, anyway, whatever. Uh, I, 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 But, look, I'm behind him as champion. I think, like, if he's going to be the champion, he's got to hold it. He, he just has to. Yeah. Or it doesn't work at all. So yeah, now's the time for him to break away from those horrible scripts and fucking grab it, like take it and bring it to the next level. Yeah, I agree. So so a few things we get to. Uh, uh, we, 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 uh, uh, I'm seeing what's even worth our time on this Raw. It's like not that much. Miz came back. Miz was pretty great. I thought yeah, on Raw. Miz has what been did doing you think? Such a great job. Did you see the physique on him? Yeah. Wow. Looking great. All, all that time away. Just, yeah. we, our just hitting the gym. Our podcast just got reviewed. Um, and uh, it was a nice review um, uh, from uh, at Sean Keeley. Nice guy. And um, it, one thing he did say is that I speak such an absurd amount about these guys' bodies. <laughs> 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 and I got to tell you, it's not, it's not going anywhere. Look, I'll take a little <laughs> bit of the heat away from you for a little yeah, while, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll talk physique. Yeah. Can you get into the Mrs. Physique so that I could, you know, seem like uh, I don't care about guys' bodies and I can play up by the uh, Miz is looking good. Man. He's the total package right now. He's got it in (laughs) and outside the ring. Alexis is telling me it's too much. Let me tell you who has the best physique in wrestling right now, though. Let me be the one to chill. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I was sitting at PWG a couple months ago and I was in like the second row. And on the in standing on the ring mat in front of me was Ricochet. Oof. He has the nicest ass I've ever seen on a human <laughs> being. It's unbelievable. It's oh perfect. My God. We are two heterosexual married men. <laughs> yes. I just want to point that out. We just want to get that out there. Yeah, Ricochet, Prince Puma, looks pretty good. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's And where does that come from? It's because we want to look like that. 
Or do you not want to look like that? I, yeah, do I don't not care. care. Yeah. Oh, I want to look like that so bad. But I don't want to put the work in. I mean, I had to put a lot of work in to look like this. And you can't see me, but I am very overweight. Yeah, yeah. And I had, like, I used to be... I used to be 420 pounds. Wow. And now I'm down Yokozuna to like- Yokozuna Yokozuna, yeah. I could have gone for it. I could have done the sumo gimmick yeah, you if my eyes the were just gimmick. a little- Yeah, yeah, you yeah anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it took so much work to get down to the 230 that I am now. Uh, and I don't care. Like, it was just purely to stay alive. Yeah. Like, I just don't- I've never cared about how I look. You said to the doctor, you were like, look, here's the deal. Tell me how many pounds I need to be to not die. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's where I'm going to be. That's where I'm going to stay. He's like, you, you, how tall are you? 230. And that's where you're, that's where and, you're and at. And I don't really care how my wrestlers look, but that's not going to stop me from appreciating a very handsome man. And that ricochet, that body, yeah. oh my God. Ricochet, incredible wrestler. I, I hope he comes to WWE at some point. I heard he turns down offers all the time. or I don't know. But And um, my wife and I have an agreement yeah. that uh, if we're ever able to make things happen with Finn Balor, he's welcome in our bedroom wow. anytime. <laughs> I love it. You make, me, you make me feel so normal. This is incredible. <laughs> Finn, Finn Balor's allowed the bedroom. My wife, my wife will be like, get any wrestler away from me. Although Dolph Ziggler was at my wedding and my my and my mom was like, she was like, uh, keep him away from Jamie. <laughs> She's like a guy who looks like that. My mom at my wedding yeah. just kept going on and on and on about how handsome John Morris was. <laughs> <laughs> He's a stud. Your friend John is just a handsome, yeah, such yeah, a yeah. handsome man. <laughs> um. Anyway, all right. So. Cool. So I mean, well, the Miz had a great. I like that Marie spot. Like they're great. They heel stuff. Him. Act, what works about him is the authenticity. He's actually in these movies. Yeah. So he really is the WWE movie star. So the gimmick is a tired, old, stupid gimmick. Yeah. But it it, works. for him, it's real. So it really works. That was great. The cheat to win against Kane's great. Kane, I can get. Please, I get rid of Kane for good. <laughs> um, when he comes down to the ring, you're like, it's not scary. You lose every match. Like it's just, I thought it was over. I thought he uh, was done. I thought we had seen the last of him. They had quietly put him to bed, and then boom, here he is. Yeah. So, all right, a few things we got to hit is, well, there was a highlight reel, Owen Zane. They're setting that feud up again. Actually, I thought that their promos back and forth were pretty tired um, with stuff that they've said a bunch of times before. I don't think it's their fault. I think they just got sidetracked from this whole feud. Yeah. Because then there was, like, money in the bank. There was The WWE writers have no idea where to go with this feud. They don't know how to build upon it. Why I mean, do they get, I like, think, Owen's wife out there and, like, why, she does not want to do know. that? I, I, like, there's, there's actually that history there, like, show video of their wedding and, like, have Owens come out and, like, talk shit about his best man speech and stuff. Like, <laughs> there's so much, like, real stuff there to mine. I hope they do it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff they could do with them, but so far as it's much not as, as, as much as I love Sammy and Kevin, I am very happy that the feud is coming to an end for now. Yeah. We can pick it back up yeah. years from now when they're on another level. But yeah. for right now, I think it's good that they're going to wrap this up and have them go their separate ways. Yeah, they need something bigger for Owens at SummerSlam. Yeah. Which may be Lesnar or something. I don't know. They might give him something big. Who knows? Oh, I hope so. Uh, uh, who knows? I think, yeah. Um, all right, so. Now let me ask you this. Ooh. Should Owens be juicing? That's literally what I was going to say. And then I was like, I got to move away from this because <laughs> ta I talked about it last week. 100%. He doesn't look good. And now I'm saying not that he shouldn't be a fat guy. He, I love the the belly. The belly's awesome, and he like does a cannonball, and he's built like a cannonball, and he's dressed in all black. Like he really works. I'm a big Owens fan. But when he came in, when he was in NXT, you could tell he was. And Jim Cornette said it like he was getting in shape that looked really good on him. Like his arms were big. It's mainly in the arms. He just needs big arms. 
It makes him look more scary because he's a brawler. Right now, he's getting to the territory. He's just an out-of-shape indie wrestler. It doesn't look good. And I hate saying that because I'm a big Kevin Owens fan, and he's, I think his haircut's at a good length. Um, he's bringing in the sides. <laughs> very. I, I, I like his haircut. He was, he's a... He shaved up the sides a little bit higher, and it yeah. looks it looks better. Yep, I noticed uh, that myself. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks better. But I think that that's I think he could use a. I said it last week. He could use a couple months off mm. to get into uh, uh, to figure out. He's look. He's at a new level of wrestling. When you're in the main card, it's like nothing else you've done. It's too much wrestling. It's too much travel. It's too mu- too many things to do. He needs to figure out how to get in that headspace where he could stay in the shape he needs to stay in to do the things that we all want him to do that he's so close to breaking through. And if he could just show Vince, I have the physique because he's got the mic skills, he's got everything else. But if he's going to start looking small, he's not tall already. If he stands next to Lesnar, he stands next to Orton, you're going to see he, it doesn't look right. And so he needs to be big. Do you agree? I disagree. <laughs> I like the everyman look. I think you need oh, a couple okay. of those guys. I think you need a couple of those guys on the roster. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just think, I look, I think that you can, you do need guys like that on the roster. But I just think that, like, Kevin Owens, even Daniel Bryan, even CM Punk were in, like, some semblance of athletic shape. See, I think it's... I think it's deceiving, his looks. Yeah. Because he definitely has to be in shape. Because him and Ambrose have been like the workhorses of the company this year. Since the Rumble, they have been on almost every 100%. show. Every He's Raw, way, every SmackDown, Punk every is, pay-per-view. Since Rollins' injury, Punk, uh, uh, not Punk, Owens is carrying this company. Yep. So I understand where it's come from entirely. They were like, shit, we got this guy who works, and they've been working him to death. <laughs> and he's, like, happy to have the opportunity. Yeah. So it's it's tough. So and it's cra- it's, it, and I just, like, I, I feel very biased, too, when I talk about Owens and Zayn and those guys that spent a lot of time at PWG. Yeah. And especially, like, Owens and Zayn because they were, like, the heart of PWG. And, I, I you know, I've gone to probably gone to 80% of the PWG shows in the last like seven, eight years. Right. And 80%? Probably 80%. Wow. Yeah. I've missed very few. You um, really are like, you throw a lot of money to wrestling. Oh yeah. It's, it's a great. problem. No, it's, it's a great. Real problem. It's great. <laughs> How does your wife feel about it? Is she a wrestling fan? Um, this she, is, I need, I need to, I need this for therapy. She, my wife hates wrestling. She doesn't hate it. She has grown to really enjoy it. She, I wouldn't say she loves it. And but she she likes it a lot. Right. Um, the first night that we met, I thought she was a wrestling fan. Uh, I thought she was a wrestler. Yeah. Well, she <laughs> she alluded to going to TNA tapings when she lived in Orlando. Uh, so I thought she oh, was lying found, to look cool. She was I, doing the thing. She was. She, yeah, she I may know. have inflated her wrestling knowledge slightly. Yeah, every girl I ever dated was like, I like wrestling. It's yeah, I like wrestling. And then it's like they watch a pay per view and they're like, I'm like, okay, you don't she, really like it. You like Stone Cold. You thought he looked cool. She <laughs> gets get into it more and more. Which all is the, fair, all the by time. the way. I'm on yeah. their side. Yeah, and and now she like really enjoys it and really gets into it. Like she doesn't watch nearly the amount that I do. That would be impossible. Right. But she does sit down and watch Raw when it's on. She watches SmackDown with me. Right. She the whole way to Vegas for Money in the Bank. She kept telling me. 
Ambrose is going to win yeah. <laughs> the Money in the Bank. But she went Rollins, with you to Money in the Bank. Rollins, and she kept saying Rollins is going to beat Reigns, right. and then Ambrose is going to cash in. Yeah. And I kept going, you're crazy. <laughs> Reigns is going to spear him, pin him. It's going to be over. Yeah. And she was 100%. Yeah, the right. Rollins win was... It makes me 100% positive that they knew he was getting suspended. Yeah. The Especially Rollins the clean, clean win. win. The, the Rollins clean double pedigree win. It was like, yeah. I was cool. shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, we're, we, I have more to talk about, but we're, we're, we're at the end here. We're at the end. I'll say one last thing, and this is it, is that CM Punk is going to be fighting at UFC 203 in September. Yeah. He's fighting this guy, Mickey Gall. Gale. I don't know. Who's got a, a win? He's got a one zero. You know, he won. He won a UFC match. He's like twenty two years old. Punk's gonna be at the time, I think thirty eight or thirty nine years old. Uh, I think he's gonna get the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> I think that's really all I have to say about that. I, I think have it's gonna no be cool. interest in this whatsoever. It's clobbering time for CM Punk. He's gonna get clobbered. I just, I, I, I'm interested in this Lesnar match, yeah. but. Lesnar's a different no story. Interest in watching CM Punk legitimately I mean, fight. I, I definitely have interest in it, but it's gonna it's gonna hurt. Uh, look, hey, whatever, we'll see. I'm gonna watch it, so that's all that matters. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Justin, any last thoughts? Oh man, uh, I think we're gonna be uh, floating until the brand split. Yeah, I yeah, think they're yeah. gonna be phoning it in. Um, will the brand split? The just the actual brand split. Will that that day? Will that be handled well? Just yes or no? That day, yes. Okay, cool. They're I good bet it's that a day. very good show. Yeah, I think it'll be good. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, Justin, how do we find you on social media? Anything you want to plug? Uh, well, I do a weekly column about SmackDown uh, wow. on uprocks.com. Uh, the uh, wrestling site of Uprocks is called With Spandex. It comes out every Friday afternoon. It's I, just on SmackDown? It's just on wow, SmackDown. So th this is really interesting for you, this brand split. Yes. It's called The Best and Worst of SmackDown. I've it's read your a, column. Uh, I don't know why it, it no, escaped my mind. <laughs> I read something you wrote recently. What was the most recent article you wrote? I just do SmackDown. I know, but what was the last one you wrote? It would have been last Thursday. Oh, just Smackdown. about SmackDown. Yeah, about I, I, Rollins I, I'm and telling Zane. you. Um, yeah, awesome. Well, check that out on Uprox. That's awesome. It's smacked out. Now your show got upgraded, so it's a better job. Yeah. That's great. We'll see if they keep me around now that it's an actual uh, like yeah, show yeah. people will be watching. Right, right, right. And that's they don't just need, like, jokes. Yeah, right, right, right. Now they're like, Because that's they're... all I do. I've just been doing jokes about SmackDown. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, hey, anyway, guys, follow us on Twitter, at Cow Podcast, C-O-W Podcast, um, and rate and uh, subscribe on iTunes. Give us five-star rating and give me your thoughts on Raw, on wrestling, current wrestling, and we will get we will get to that. We'll talk about it in here. And, um, yeah, listen I guess to I next should week. say you can see me the third Saturday of every month at midnight at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Hollywood, Franklin, with right. my show, the tournament that of nerds. tournament of nerds, right? And also check out tournament of nerds, which it, which many times has professional wrestlers on the panel. A lot, yeah. yeah we yeah. just had Ziggler this past month. Lana came, uh, right? Lana a couple of months ago. Was I think, Rusev uh, there also? Yeah, Rusev was there. Oh my god! Uh, I think we what got did that Excalibur. look like? Oh Ru man, I Rusev was in the audience a couple of months before that, uh, just to see Ziggler, and I couldn't stop looking at him through the whole show. Massive, yeah, massive, just like. 
a wall yeah. in the middle of the audience. Oh, Crazy. man. Crazy. All right, anyway, all right, we have to end the podcast, but next week we'll talk about the Iranian Hulk, which I totally forgot to talk about. But just Google the Iranian Hulk. Uh, this guy, there's a guy, I'm going to have my first, I'm going to become a re- pro wrestling agent, and I'm going to recruit this guy. The best wrestling physique I've ever seen in my life. All right, anyway, keep watching wrestling. Bye. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. Thank <laughs> you.